0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews in the podcast form. Today, we got a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We're coming back with another Seattle International Film Festival review, covering the uh, online portion of the festival now. And today we're talking about The Last Exit, aka Little Bone Lodge. Because every time I go online to try to find something about The Last Exit, I'm told, nope, the movie's called Little Bone Lodge. So this must be one of those UK, US-type deals where, you know, we uh, we probably got the first draft name. But I believe the official will be Little Bone Lodge, which certainly, certainly lends itself better, I think, as far as this story goes. This is a movie directed by Matthias Hone, who, like, 8, 10 years ago, something like that, I think I saw his movie Cockneys vs. Zombies um, at the Seattle Film Festival. So he's back with a story from writer Neil Limpow, who is also one of our main characters, Jack. Jack and his brother, Matty, played by Harry Cadby, are two criminals who are on the run. We don't quite know what they've done. We just know that Jack's hurt and they need help. And so, of course, they come across this house... Out in the middle of nowhere, it's a big farm, big barn house, way off the beaten path. And Mama, Pa, and Maisie all live there. Mama played by Jolie Richardson, uh, Maisie, who's played by Sadie Soberal, and uh, Roger Agobe plays Pa. In the middle of the night, obviously Mom's pretty freaked out to hear a lot of banging on the door. They know how far away they are from the rest of civilization. And so a knock like that, as hard and as constant as it came, definitely kind of feels a little unsettling. You know, you've got a guy shouting through the door, you know, my buddy's hurt, my buddy's hurt, he needs help, please, please, just let us in, please. And, of course, it's hard for the mom in this situation, you know, having her younger daughter there, to turn away these people. But what you have to understand is because they live on this farm, because they're so isolated, they don't get a lot of visitors. They don't see a lot of people. You know, so they're taking extreme caution bringing these two guys in, not knowing anything about where they'd been and what had happened. And so very early on, we can see that mom really has a knack for... uh for helping it's clear that maybe she's got some background in medicine maybe uh maybe an army surgeon something kind of like that because she does start to help the guys but she also starts to do a little digging as well you know where uh where were you going this late at night how did you end up all the way out here because you'd have to really be lost to find this place. And. God. I don't want to. I don't want to talk. Too much more about the plot. Because all you need to know. Is that these guys. Need to get out of this house. They need a lot of stuff to get done. They're bad guys. You know. And I'm sure they're thinking. We got this in the bag. We can handle. Ma pa. And the daughter, you know, and Pa, uh, it's tougher for him. You know, he's uh, wheelchair bound, you know, is being taken care of by Ma. Um, so, you know, it really, really seems like getting these people to do what you need is not going to be a huge issue. But maybe that's just what they want us to think. Little Bone Lodge definitely earns its R rating. Um, There are many, many moments that I really did not expect there were certain graphic scenes that I just like totally caught me off guard um but really you know really enhanced the story and it just builds so many layers to something that I really knew nothing about going into this um the cast is freaking awesome Jolie Richardson is fierce unwavering in the face of these you know bad guys kind of taking them hostage, trying to push them around. Um, man, she's like the freaking Amazonian warriors. She shows no fear. Um, and so it's really interesting watching. You know, there's some really good comedy, light comedy, not a lot, um, kind of weaved in through this, though, because moments where the guy with the upper hand feeling like, you know, I'm, you, know you should be so intimidated by me. You're going to do everything I freaking say or I'm going to hurt you. And to have this woman stare you down, and coldly tell you, like, I'm not scared of you, you know. And if things go wrong, I'm like, you're gonna be on the other end of that gun or knife or whatever, you know. Just, I mean, she kind of made me nervous sometimes watching, cause I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how he's gonna respond to that, maybe. But um, but she freaking kills it. She ah, <laughs> she's so good. Action freaking huge action star of the of the year um, and it, you know and it's really interesting because Neil Powell, who wrote the film stars as Jack who's kind of our uh, our lead bad guy um, and I, something I didn't know until after I saw the movie uh, but going back and looking at that I was like okay you know what this dude he was pretty you know I think it's telling sometimes when actors do have a hand in the creative process. Um, whether it's the depth their character maybe has over some others, their ability to flesh them out a little bit, maybe give them a a better arc, whatever it is. Um, So having him both writing and starring in the film, I think really, really paid off. Um, And if anything, it made me kind of more interested in, in his mind a little bit because there's some sick twists and turns sometimes and just stuff that, I mean, it just catches you so off guard and it really throws you off. And, you know, sometimes you'll go from thriller to horror and back to thriller again, uh, which I could have only hoped for. Um, I really, really, I, you know, the movie's an hour and a half. This is where it sucks sometimes doing reviews because, you know, I don't know how long it's going to take for this movie to come out. And it's probably why, You know, if I was reviewing this as a credentialed official critic, um, you know, you'd have to do kind of a soundbite review, essentially something quick to the point. And then when the film actually releases, you can kind of go in more depth and do that. And because most of these films at the festival are foreign to a degree, um, it'll be a little bit of time before we actually get these to the get these in American films if they come into American films at all. Some of them end up on streaming. Some of them end up on digital. This is one that I hope gets a theatrical run because watching this in a theater with an audience would be freaking fantastic. Um, I just, I mean, I watched it the other night. Um, I had my, my last day to watch my SIF screenings at home. So it was like, all right, you know, I know, I know very little, of this movie, kind of, I kind of got some "Don't Breathe" vibes from it. If uh, if you're picking up what I'm throwing down on that one for you, movie horror fans out there, um, maybe a little Rorschach type stuff too. You know, I'm I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. Um, this film just rules. It is so good. You know, it's that. It's a rare case where you know I always find myself saying sometimes, like, damn, I wish. I wish this movie was a little bit longer. Whether it's because I enjoy the world that they've created, or I think that they're just the story they're telling is so interesting, and it's like, no, no, give me, give me a little bit more. Go a little, go a little deeper. Not that they have to narratively, because I think the way this story is told, it doesn't feel quick, but it's concise. Um, and there is just tons and tons of backstory stuff that I would be curious to watch this again and kind of, you know. You're looking for signs early on. You're looking for clues. You're looking for things that maybe you overlooked the first time. Um, so that, to me, this is totally, totally one of those movies because I've, you could examine half of what happens early on and then, okay, I, I can maybe see where this is going until they just flip everything on its head and then you're like, oh, it, never mind. Nope, did not see that coming. Um, just awesome awesome stuff little bone lodge is i mean it's easily up there as one of my favorite things that i've seen this year so far i hope we get it released i'm like i'm gonna be pushing and championing this film as best and as often as i can because i just think it's that great i think it is fun inventive you know it, it tells parts of some similar stories that we've seen before but just does it in such a good way Um, And really, I mean, just stellar, stellar performances across the board. Little Bone Lodge is a winner. And I couldn't have asked for like a better two films to kind of close my first SIF back in eight years out. Um, So Little Bone Lodge, a must-see. You're going to be seeing me talk about this again. We got one more film, one more SIF film coming. So stay tuned for that and listen in and keep, keep an eye out. Because I'm gonna do a better job of getting on my uh, my release dates, whether it's digital, foreign release, whatever, you know, um, you know, especially these films that I really enjoy and think you should seek out. Um, I definitely I'll, I'll find you a way, whether you're watching through British Tubi or something, you know we'll we'll find a way to get this film to the masses. Don't you worry. <laughs> Thanks again for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time.